1: Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net.
0: From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford.
2: And broadcasting from somewhere in the Atlantic aboard Royal Caribbean's Monarch of the Seas, I'm Doug Parker. You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash cruiseradio. And sign up for our monthly newsletter at cruiseradio.net.
0: Tell us first a little bit about the history of the Monarch and and about the ship itself.
2: Yeah, it's the uh, Monarch of the Seas. It's one of Royal Caribbean's Sovereign-class ships. There's actually uh, two of these ships left. There was three of them originally built, and they sold one off uh, back in 2008. So now there's the Majesty and the Monarch of the Seas left here in the fleet. It's uh, just over 73,000 tons and holds 2,700 passengers, and it was uh, launched back in November of 1991. Okay. And uh, this ship has quite a bit to offer. There's a a disco rock-climbing. Oh, uh, did Latin, you just no. say
0: disco rock climbing? Does that mean there's a disco ball at the top of the wall?
2: Yeah, that's that's what it is, Matt. <laughs>
0: okay, just making sure. There's
2: a disco bar, a rock climbing wall, a Latin dance club, a coffee bar, a sushi place. Uh, it places pretty much jammed with entertainment. And what
0: porch did you hit on this cruise?
2: This cruise, we hit Nassau Bahamas and Coco Cay Bahamas. Cool, very cool. And where are you now? Right now, I'm in the piano bar surrounded by some uh, pretty lively people.
0: Of course, by lively, you mean heavily inebriated. Pretty much. Right, of course. In
2: fact, I have one lively passenger sitting right next to me right now. Ma'am, what is your favorite thing about cruising? Oh, man. The party atmosphere and mostly the piano bar. Yes, absolutely. Steve. Steve! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Steve! <laughs> <laughs> Sir, uh, Doug Parker
2: with Cruise Radio. What's your favorite thing about cruising? Well, I'll tell you what. How, how long you got, Steve? One of the greatest Steve. things coming on the cruise ship. You, you, you called me Steve. My name's Doug. Uh, Doug. Yeah. Doug, Steve. <laughs> What did we call you last night? Oh, dear. Mm. Oh, that was late for dinner. Okay. (laughs) So, Doug, are we actually going to talk to Steve? Funny you should ask. He's actually sitting right next to me right now, Matt. He is the piano entertainer aboard Royal Caribbean's Monarch of the Seas, Steve Walters. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Steve. Nice to be here. Thanks very much for uh, interviewing me. Okay. My question is, how does one get from being a normal person like me to a piano player aboard Monarch of the Seas?
3: Well, it's work, really. I mean, I was gigging in England for uh, for quite a, a long time, doing all the pubs and clubs. In fact, I was in a band doing my own material and, uh-huh. and everything. And uh, money was getting a bit scarce, so I decided, oh, I'd best start doing you know, some cover versions and trying to get paid gigs. So from there, I uh, did an audition for, um, it was Hyatt Regency, which was an American company. Right. From the Hyatt Regency, they sent me to a place called Dubai, and I was there for uh, three years with the Hyatt Regency. And from uh, the Hyatt Regency, I was really lucky to uh, land a gig with George Benson, and I'm sure all your listeners know George Benson. And it was one of them situations, Doug, when I was in the right place at the right time. There was a guy who came in who was just working, you know, must have been an agent for for George Benson or something to do with George Benson, who saw the band and said, um, you know, told me that, George Benson was about to play in the Middle East. Would I be interested in supporting him with the, the band I was in? So I did that gig, and from that gig, I uh, did a, a gig in Japan. I was in Japan for two years, of which I, that's where I met my wife. Okay. So I've got a, a lovely Japanese wife and a, a little, little boy. And from Japan, I came back to England, and all the work was drying up. I was like scratching around for, for money and everything, and I decided to um, do an audition for Royal Caribbean. And uh, I got in touch with this agent who used to be a cruise director for Royal Caribbean, and he asked me to drive up to Blackpool. That's where he's from, the north of England. Did a quick audition, and uh, he took a few notes and got some photographs together and made a recording, just like we're doing now. Right. And uh, uh, sent the recording to uh, the head office in Miami, where a gentleman called Rob Woodfield was was like, you know, listening to all these demos from yeah. thousands of bands. And uh, I was really lucky that I got pulled, picked out, and uh, I did my first gig on the Mariner of the Seas for four months and passed the audition. And I've been on the Royal Caribbean now for five years. I started off not as a schooner bar piano player, uh-huh. I was in the uh, four piece show band. And uh, I did uh, the rock and roll theme nights, the 70s disco theme nights. Even country and western theme nights, and I'm from England, and I know nothing about country and western.
2: Which just so the listeners know, I asked you to play uh, a country song and l- last night, and you were like, um, all I know is Friends in Low Places, and we had a little sing-along at the bar, but uh, country's not your forte, you don't know like any Kenny Chesney and all that good stuff? I don't know anything about country, Doug. <laughs> to be honest,
3: Doug... In England, no, no, it's not that big in England. I mean, I know all the country roads, you've heard me actually play country roads, you know, I know like, uh, I mean, the Eagles is probably as country rockish, you know, I know quite a few Eagles songs, but I, I don't really know anything about Garth Brooks until I actually arrived on the ship and... I only know friends in low places because everybody asked me for it. Every crew, friends in low places, you've got to play it. So, of course, it's my job. I've got to learn it. And that, that was one of the challenges. What I did have was learning songs by artists where I've never heard of before, like Jimmy Buffet. i never heard of that guy before. Garth Brooks, you know, it's, well, it's really, all American. And it's not English.
2: Besides working in the schooner bar, uh, do you have any other gigs on board you do, like in the orchestra
3: or anything? No, this is... Uh Probably one of the best jobs for a musician uh, with Royal Caribbean uh, on, on all the ships. Uh, the schooner bar gig is the only gig I do. I mean, all the musicians, you know, the, that's always what they do as well. They, they just do their gig. But I just feel that the schooner bar, I get a lot more musical freedom. I don't have to do band call like the orchestra has to do. And and the four-piece band, they have to do theme nights. I mean, I've been in both of those jobs, so I do know about doing the rock and roll night doing the country and west night doing the 70s night and the orchestra the, I know they have to back the headline show they have to have band call for me I don't do any of that mm-hmm. I do my thing wherever I feel works in this bar that's the only thing where I have to do so a lot of it's like reading the crowd then pretty much yeah exactly right Doug they're, in fact, the whole gig is actually reading the crowd. I don't know what song I'm doing from one to the next. As I'm coming to the end of one song, I shall have a song lined up. Uh-huh. Well, I, you know, I'll look at the song sheet what I've got in front of me, and I'm thinking, well, I could either keep this rhythm going if I see people really into you know, the, the feel of the song and, and, and link a song you know, just like you do as a DJ uh-huh. and, and put t- t- two or three songs together. Right. But if I see people uh, either talking or losing interest... Then I have to decide, should I stop and start talking, like you do as a DJ and, mm-hmm. and interacting with people. And Everything's off the fly. The right. whole gig's on the fly. The whole gig's reading the room. What are your hobbies outside of uh, playing? Drinking Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> That's an advert for Guinness. Guinness, Mr. Guinness, you owe me money. We'll, have, we'll take
2: our check now, Guinness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is the piano entertainer aboard Monarch of the Seas, Steve Walters. Steve, thank you for being on Cruise Radio, man. Thank you very much, Doug.
3: It's been a pleasure.
0: Tropical cruise to the Caribbean? One.
1: Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or
2: how about the Mexican Riviera?
0: Or
1: Cancun?
2: Cousin. Or
1: New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise, cruise around, around the whole world? One. I got a dream vacation for you.
2: Cruise one? Let us send you on your way. Cruise one? I'm number one in cruising nationwide.
0: Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-ONE or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in
3: cruising
2: nationwide.
0: Doug has just told me he's on deck 12 right now with uh, one of the passengers, Doug.
2: Chris, welcome to Cruise Radio, man. Thanks. Glad to be here. So uh, I got to ask you, is this your first uh, four-night cruise on Royal Caribbean? It's my first cruise ever. Ever? Ever. Wow. And uh, where are you from? I'm from San Diego, California, but now I live in Florida. So being in Florida, did you get hooked up with a Florida discount sailing out of here? I did, actually. It was very good. Cool. What's your first impression of uh, sailing in general as your first cruise? It was actually fantastic. I love how it's all kind of inclusive, and it's just loads of fun. Highlight of the cruise? Definitely Coco Cay, actually. And for the folks who don't know what Coco Cay, it's just like a, a private island, and it's got a little what, bars a barbecue and barbecue and stuff like that on it. Real cool uh, beach day, I guess you could say. Uh, did you get off the ship in Nassau? Uh, I very briefly, and I really didn't care for it much, but it was It was fun. So, Chris, if folks were, like, skeptical about cruising and uh, they say it's too expensive or or only old folks cruise, what would you say to the skeptics out there? I would say definitely not. This is fantastic, and you really don't spend a lot of money because the food's included, and it's actually cheaper than flying somewhere else for another vacation. Dude, thanks for joining us, man. All right, thanks. Glad to be here.
0: Each episode, we feature Porthole Cruise Magazine's Picks of the Week. From Florida to California, Alaska to Texas, the United States alone offers cruisers some amazing places to visit. But unless Long Island Sound can be significantly dredged anytime soon, Connecticut is one state that most cruise passengers have to sail by. Or do they? If you're cruising from New York City and have an extra day to spend before or after your cruise, Connecticut is only a short train ride from Manhattan. From Grand Central Station, hop on Metro North Railroad right into the heart of charming waterfront towns like Greenwich westport and new haven all within one or two hours by train depending on the season you can spend a summer day at the beach and wandering through quaint boutiques and galleries or in the fall go apple picking and just stroll the downtown streets hopefully already decorated for the holidays incidentally porthole did a little digging and found two upcoming canada new england sailings on crown princess that call on new london connecticut located on the mouth of long island sound from which you can head to mystic seaport
3: Have a question for the experts? or Would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net.
0: Doug, when you were talking to passenger Chris, you had brought up Coco K. I wanted to hear a little bit more about that.
2: It's a nice big beach. Probably my favorite stop as far as the port calls go uh, for this itinerary. That's cool. You have a big barbecue, beachside barbecue, when you get off the ship. Also, plenty of snorkeling and uh, sunbathing if you want to do that. Also, there's a big like aqua park where it has big like mountains and a big Saturn ring in the middle. You can climb up to climb up and uh, also there's like a 75 foot water slide here as well. So uh, it's pretty cool. Now
0: is it, I'm assuming it's like a, you know a very developed area that like Royal Caribbean does with the uh, Haiti, and areas like that. right?
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Royal Caribbean runs this. In fact, um, you see the same crew members that were working on the ship work this island. Okay.
0: Nice. Very nice.
2: Right now, I'm sitting next to Scott Loris. Scott's no stranger to this ship.
1: He's been on this ship how many times? Four times now. Then it never gets old? No, it doesn't. And even though it's an older ship, it's got a lot of class to it. I mean, the easy in, easy out of Port Canaveral, that's the, the great part, just being able to get on the ship. Uh, it's not like t- so crowded, a lot of people and, and a lot of traffic, so that's good. Once you get on the ship, man, it is a party.
2: So, do you prefer these smaller ships or the larger ships out these days? I mean, these ships now carry like what, like 6,000 people to this one is like um, what, like just over 2,000 people.
1: So, which one do you prefer? These larger ships, Oasis, Allure, Epic, yeah, okay, for a, a certain group of people, yeah, that's great. But for me and for my wife, we really like these smaller ships. They're more intimate. Uh, you get to know the people better. You get to know the crew better. And it's just not so, you know, like crazy. It's more, you know, more of a relaxed kind of a, an atmosphere. Did you get to get off the ship on Coco Cay in Nassau? You know, that's one, uh, one of my favorite things about this ship, this cruise line, is Coco Cay. You know, you you take the tenders in there, it's absolutely beautiful, man, the wind, really nice, the sunshine, and Coco Cay is great. You know, I've been on other cruises where, like Holland America, you got Half Moon K, and it is a battle to find uh, the chairs, the beach chairs. Coco K, they got probably 8,000 chairs, and there's different parts of the island you can go to. When you get right off the tender, you can kind of walk around the corner, and there's some chairs right there. You're looking at the water. You can do a little, uh, you know, snorkeling, play in the water, splash. But if you move around to other parts of the island, they got the volleyball, they got the kickball, you can play, you know, a lot of fun. Some more uh, kind of remote areas a little more romantic areas and everywhere you turn there's a bar so you're not far you're not far from the refreshment the one thing i will say for those people listening you do not want to miss lunch. I mean, they open that thing right up at twelve, and they close it down like one thirty on the dot. So don't get off too far jet skiing, parasailing. If you want lunch, you're going to end up going back to the ship unless you're there.
2: I checked the rates before we sailed, and um, they were down to like one hundred and forty nine bucks for a four day. That's this is insane. These are we going to see more of these rates? You think because as the inventory grows as far as uh, ship cabins out there and staterooms, that
1: price is just phenomenal. The one thing you know, I was reading the other day, and in one of the, the books I was looking at that, you know, you got the Allure coming out and the president of rural Caribbean was saying, Oh, oh I think we've reached, you know, we're going to wait till we build another ship. And I about fell off my chair because it's always been like, what's the next big ship coming out there. And so I really think historically, you know, these are, are great prices right now. And I think people need to jump on it right now. If you want to go on a cruise vacation, I wouldn't wait too much longer. The prices are great. Uh, I don't see very many new ships coming out there. So, uh, now's the Time to go. Do you think the food and the entertainment fares up against other ships on this one? <laughs> You know the food could be better. It really could. Uh, not trying to throw a rock at Royal Caribbean. Nothing to write home about. As you know, Doug, I'm a huge fan of Holland America Five Star. You know, I, I just think it's great. The food, it's okay. Entertainment. I will say this on Royal Caribbean. I think the entertainment's really good. A lot of high energy. When you see the performers out, uh, like a Nassau, mm-hmm. you know they're talking to you. They're hey man, hey, you're doing a great job. So if they're sweating. Great people uh, on there. So yeah. But man, if you have not been on the monarch folks you've got to go on the monarch you know support the cruise industry go out there uh i've had a lot of fun the wife has a lot of fun and you can't beat it
2: hell they should be paying you you should be their spokesperson
1: (laughs) (laughs) i really do i really do cool scott thanks for being on cruise radio man it's always a pleasure doug and thank you and thank you matt Uh, you guys do a great job
0: all right excellent i know you were senior frogs in nassau yesterday and uh i'm dying to hear a little bit of that audio uh, when we come back
1: If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on radio channel or go to iTunes and search cruise radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio.
2: We're here with uh, two employees here at Senior Frogs, Nassau, Bahamas. Uh, what's your favorite thing about working here at Senior Frogs? The party, the fun, it never stops.
3: we always having a good time. You get to enjoy your work. It's always a pleasure to be around people that love being around you. Seven days a week, nonstop party? Nonstop party. It's always a party.
2: Is there ever a day when a ship's not in here or is it pretty much a ship, at least one ship every day? It's a ship every day. It's always a of how long it's going to stay for. That's the problem. Sometimes they stay overnight, sometimes they don't. I hear ya. And, uh, What's what's your favorite thing, my friend, about working at Senior Frogs in Nassau Bahamas? Yeah, I got the drink on the job. Hey, I hear that. So what is your what is your favorite thing about Nassau Bahamas?
1: Um, that they're not too pushy with selling. I like I like that they, you know, they're like, hey lady, pretty lady. And then they're like, okay, see you later. And now like, buy something now.
2: So, basically, you don't get clobbered when you get off the ship.
1: Exactly, yes. I had an awesome time.
2: Doug Parker with Cruise Radio here. What's your favorite thing about Nassau Bahamas? Senior frogs
0: and drinking.
2: What's your favorite thing about Nassau Bahamas? Senior frogs. Popular answer today. What is your favorite thing about Nassau Bahamas? The free shots at the liquor store. The free shots. Whoa, where is that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Did you ever get an address to that liquor
2: store, Doug? You know, I never found that liquor store. Probably didn't need to, though. Okay. All right, the question is, why am I in the studio? Because you're the brains behind the operation. Now, will you be back in the studio with me next week? I will. We'll be talking to Paul Motter, columnist for foxbusiness.com.
0: Yeah, I understand. He actually has got some interesting information about traveling and doing uh, cruise expeditions to the north and the south pole. So that should be very interesting.
2: You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Be our friend on Facebook, facebook.com slash cruise radio. Also, sign up for our monthly newsletter at cruiseradio.net.
0: From the Cruise One Studios, in Jacksonville Florida I'm Matt Basford
2: and broadcasting aboard Royal Caribbean's Monarch of the Seas I'm Doug Parker and this
0: is Cruise Radio
1: Say goodbye